10 to 1, episode 86. Top 10 Earworms. Welcome to 10 to 1, the podcast where we make top 10 lists about everything. I'm Melissa Kozer. Allow me to introduce you to SETI Alpha 5's only remaining indigenous life form. I'm Brian Kozer. Oh, no. And today we're talking about earworms. Not the worms that Khan dropped oh. into Chekhov's oh. ear in Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan. I no, get no. It now. Uh, these are songs that get stuck in your head and just won't come out. So, uh,. We're going to exercise all the demons at once. No, we're not exercising. (laughs) We're breaking open the ancient seals that our ancestors knew. We should not destroy these. We should protect these at all costs. And we're just, with wild abandon, ripping into them, letting all the demons out. And there's no way we're going to be able to get them back into the hole. Hmm. That's that's very, very interesting. Um, But... I think this bothers you a little bit more than it does me. I get songs stuck in my head all the time, and it doesn't bother me anywhere close to how much it bothers you. Hence, this is why you chose this list, not I. Well, it's a list I chose, but it's certainly one that you had no problem filling, I believe. Thanks to you. So what were your criteria? Did you pick the ones that got stuck in your head easiest or the songs that you liked the best of songs that get stuck in your head? How'd you do it? Uh, I wrote down songs that get stuck in my head. Um, And of course, at the beginning, I came up with like super califragilistic, you know, Mm. it's a small world, stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. then uh, from there, I gravitated to, no, these are the ones that actually do get stuck because Supercal and... Small world, don't really get stuck in my head. I know they're popular earworms for everybody, but not for me. So uh, my list is arranged from most annoying at number 10 to my least annoying. And that way, hopefully, (laughs) I can end the night on my least annoying earworm song. Yes, it is kind of annoying. It's stuck on endless loop in my head, but... I I mind this song the least of all, and I'm doing that as a favor to myself and to you, the listener, as well, so you're welcome. Okay, well, I just wrote down all the songs I could think of that got stuck in my head uh, either uh, years ago or more recently, and then I just kind of, mostly kind of ranked them in order of how bad it was when it got stuck in my head, like how stuck it was. But don't read into the the order too much. I also kind of, because I had a a whole lot of of, uh, possibilities, I somewhat limited it in some different categories, and we'll talk about those categories uh, as we get to them. So are you you ready to start, or is there anything else? Uh, Yeah, real quick. Uh, I'd say seven of them. I actually don't mind those earworms. I guess I've just learned to live with them. But 8, 9, and 10, I hate these songs. Well, and guess what? They're some of your favorite songs and your Here family's favorite song. And I hate right. these songs. 
So, do I go first? Yeah, I guess yes, so. Yes, you do. My number 10 is Rockin' and Rollin'. <laughs> that one is called Seagulls, I believe. There's <laughs> nothing a little music can't have. This is so stupid. And the worst oh, thing is, is you love this little YouTube video. It's, so it's like a parody of the the episode four Star Wars, and uh, it's uh, Yoda riding around on Luke's back, and they just put random words to what they're saying, and it's a bad lip reading. Yeah, it's it's so, awful. So I I mean. It's just the right amount of catchiness to where it gets stuck oh, yeah. in your head, but it's oh, such yeah. stupid lyrics and such a stupid sounding song. I can be a and the worst while you is run. that you think it's a funny video, and your brother, all of your brothers think it's a funny video, and my brother, Tim, thinks it's a funny video, <laughs> and so any time the word rockin' or rollin' happens to come up in any conversation, this is true. Rockin', rockin' and rollin', somebody starts singing it. Or you just have to say the word rockin' and get that little grin on your face and that Very true. knowing look in your eye, and instantly this song is stuck in my head. And so you have nothing to say to me about my family, you know, telling the same old tired joke over and over again, and then pretending that yeah you know we're gonna laugh about it like it's the first time that joke was told because you could do it the exact you do the exact same thing with this song every time that you say rockin and then you you get that look in your eye like ah i'm hearing this song anew for the first time it's just as bad sir just as bad except it's more annoying i think it's a little bit different i think and this song is still going on okay it's only been you've only been talking for two and a half minutes. Songs usually last around three minutes. That's a it's a normal song length. Anyway, so if you haven't heard of bad lip reading, it's a YouTube channel where they'll take videos and then they will uh, dub them, and it makes it look like people are saying really silly things. Uh, but you know they're just they're just making up really random dumb things. I uh, don't recommend all of them. Uh, for uh, the family, but definitely you can check out all the NFL videos. Those and, are dumb uh, too. I think all the Star Wars ones are fine. That I can remember off the top of my head. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty mindless entertainment, but it's worth a watch. And uh, the songs are catchy, and yeah, this is a good one. So, and it's it's different listening to a song multiple I times than telling song. a joke multiple times. So, you know. Didn't, didn't like it is what he says at the end of the video and uh anyway it's a it's a well put together video and everyone should go check it out yeah yeah wanna wanna alienate me from your family keep on sing, keep on singing this song by the way zach and luke i hope that you're listening this is one way to really get under my skin is to start <laughs> singing the song you too tim stop it Aww. I've kept my temper in check all this time, 
And right now I'm ranting not, well, a little bit in particular at you guys, but you have been forewarned now. Please try to restrain yourselves. Sing it all you want when you're not around me, okay? But just yeah, I don't keep yourselves in check. I don't get the anger directed towards harmless songs, I guess is my my main thing that I don't really understand. I mean, I hear songs I don't like, but I don't don't uh decide to host a podcast for an hour about You were the one it. that wanted to do this episode. <laughs> so the demons mm. are coming out. Mm. That's my number ten. Uh seagulls. seagulls. Very good. Very bad. All right. My number 10 is my one and only Disney song. And uh, I think you'll agree that musicals in general and Disney songs specifically tend to be very catchy. They've definitely got that down to a science. And the one that I chose for number 10 is one that historically uh, is linked to me. One of the places that I worked in college uh, one summer, I don't necessarily remember it like this, but I'm told that I would sing a certain snatch of this song over and over and over oh, yeah. for hours on end. And <laughs> I mean, it's not like the people could leave. They had to keep stand there and keep working next to me. So, uh, it's a harmless little song, but, uh, well, let me, let me get it started and then we'll talk about it a little bit more. Beautiful sound. Beautiful sound. Except that all you knew was... That part that they just drip, sang. Drip, drop, little April showers. No, I knew. Beating a tune as you follow around. <laughs> and what can compare with your beautiful sound? There's not a whole lot more than that, but I didn't know all the rest of this. Yeah, so, I mean... Part of what makes something get stuck in your head, from what I've been able to tell, is um, if you don't know all the words, mm-hmm. if it's a song you know very well, it's apparently less likely like, that it gets stuck in your head. So yeah, I only knew four lines <laughs> from this song, and you know it's very repetitive, even even the whole song, and very simple. Um, I think I think those all kind of contribute to to making something catchy, and so yep. Uh, I guess it was a whole summer got stuck in my head, and uh, I'll definitely put it up there as a, a pretty catchy song, and one that I'll I'll still uh, hum from time to time when it's raining. So, yep, uh, that's that's my number ten. Uh, anything anything to add? Oh, it was from Bambi. I guess I should have mentioned it's from the movie Bambi. Drip drip drop. Little April showers is the title. No, I don't have any it. problems with this song. I like it a lot. There you go. I do remember it being quite the problem between you and Micah. Well. Micah from episode 52, thereabouts, top 10 pets. Top 10 pets, yes. Well, I think we're past that at this point, so that's my number 10, drip, drip, drop. All right, my number nine, and... Let's just get things straight. I like your family a lot, okay? Uh, But I am going to air another grievance that I have with them, specifically with your brother, Matt. Uh, You and he really (laughs) like this next song. 
Okay. And I can't even think of a song that has, he really likes. I think he might have been the one that first introduced it oh, to us. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. Let me think. No. Is it a... Hmm. Give me another hint. I want to try and guess. It's a dumb little video. Oh, yes. On YouTube. I can find this one. Yeah. I think I'm ready. Are you ready? Stop me if this is the wrong one. Set fire to your hair. How did I know? Poke a stick at a grizzly bear. Eat medicine that's out of date. Use your private parts as piranha bait. Dumb ways to die. So many dumb ways to die. Dumb ways to die. So many dumb ways to die. And I I got that little refrain stuck in my head so much. Yep. Not it's the great. verses, just the refrain. Dumb yeah. ways to die. Yeah, that's the, the catchy oh, part. That's where I get stuck. And the the whole yeah, if you I don't know if you listen to the, the actual music of it, not melody. just the words, but just the music of it, and it's like two chords. Boom, mm-hmm. boom. Yeah. Over and over. Yeah. Simplicity. That's what I. Yeah, that's, that's, I'm talking about. that's the problem. Is that's why it gets stuck in your head so yes. much. And it's such yes. dumb lyrics. Oh. It's... And then your brother Matt just loved this little song. Like yep. he snuggled yep. up with it at night. I think. <laughs> and fell asleep to it. And uh, like he, Matt he just from went around our sports episodes singing it all the time. And I hate this song. Uh, there were a, a couple times I was about to slap him over it. It was just. And he always had this big grin, like, I'm, I'm listening to it I, for the first time, I don't understand and I'm newly in love. why people can't be happy and listen to music without getting without getting abuse. That's, that's all I want to say. Abuse. <laughs> that's right. This could have got... You know, uh, I think, yes, it was one of my pet peeves, was people singing the same little snatches over and over, because Matt didn't know any of the verses either. He just yeah. kept on singing Dumb Ways to Die yeah. over and over. Hey, you know what, though? I think this song has saved lives. Do you know why they made this song? No, because it's nobody a safety does video. any of these dumb things. It's, that's not the point. The point nobody was to get... Nobody uses their private parts as piranha the, bait. The whole point was to get 170 million views on YouTube, which it has, and to get people to listen to the very end where it talks about people jumping in front of trains, people trying to drive around trains, oh, brother. people stepping down from the platform. It's all about train safety. That that's the point of the song. It's no, to promote it, safety. No. And you know what? It has. And it saved lives. No, stop and if, defending if this lives, song. If lives if for the sake of a few lives no, to be saved, yeah, no. you have to get a song stuck in your head, then so be it. Shut that up. is a price I'm willing to pay. You suck. <laughs> and it is a very catchy song. What a good song. It's my number nine. My two least favorite songs. But there's one that's almost just as hated as these two. Huh. I don't know why you hate that. I don't know why you dumb hate any of these, actually. Dumb ways to die. What a dumb song. Oh, why, why would you hate such a nice song? All right. Well, my number nine is... You were talking about... Uh, uh, which my deal? It's a Small World and Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Those are real classic earworms, like way back. But if you go back just to the beginning of the internet no not the beginning of the internet if you go back to the beginning of the world wide web a little bit farther from that and you go to the beginning of youtube the home of some of these really wonderful earworms thank you youtube you will come to one of the first 
viral videos on YouTube. 30 million views, and this is back in the day when there were only five videos on YouTube. Just kidding, it wasn't, there's more than that, but yeah, anyway, kids, it was a different, it was a different world back then, and this was one of the things that we listened to. I've never heard this. Really? No. Yeah, you have. But it might have been years ago. I have never heard this. <clears throat> I am 99% sure that I've played this for you at some point. Because it's a, it's a very famous YouTube video. So it's uh, a guy in his dorm room, like a college guy. And he's singing along to this song. It's called Dragostidente. It's a, oh, I forget what, I don't remember off the top of my head what country it's from, but it's like a pop song from Romania. I think it's from Romania, some pop group. And so he's just mouthing along the words. You'll have to see the video later. Because, uh, you know, he's, he's dancing in his chair. He's uh, lip syncing and he's having a lot of fun with it. I really want to watch it. It sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. We'll definitely watch it later. And it's, uh, it's just a real fun song. Very simple. Uh, you can't really learn the words uh, unless you speak Romanian. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you can get pretty close. And so it's definitely one of those songs I had stuck in my head back. Oh, I don't know how, how many years ago this came out now. But back in the day, it was quite an earworm, kids. Mm. Quite quite the earworm. So it's uh, you can search for Numa Numa on YouTube. Huh. It's the Numa Numa guy. And uh, I think his name is Gary Burlsma. So if I'm ever on Jeopardy and they have a category for, uh, you know, early YouTube sensations, then I'm I'm all set for that category. Well, I'm glad I've dodged that bullet so far. Oh no! Oh no! No, you'll you'll have to see this one. That's you're gonna fire good. the bullet. Pretty good, and it's my number nine, Dragostidente, also known as the Numa Numa song. All right, my number eight is a song that I was not happy when I discovered that you were teaching it to Lydia. Can you guess? Uh, Diggy Diggy Hole, of course. Of course. Good intro, fine. a good intro sounds cool it is cool Might make it better, and if I could always hear the I, acid I know music, the that might make it fine. I learned them. 
course he did. But for the longest time, you would just go around singing, I am a dwarf and I'm digging a hole. And then uh-huh. you just repeat, diggy, diggy hole. Diggy, okay. diggy hole. And okay. I was like, ah, stop it because that part sounds so dumb. Hmm. Nobody says diggy. Diggy hole. <laughs> that just it's a dumb <laughs> phrase. I, and it, your arguments it are growing annoyed me. more and more specious. Okay. This is just saying, getting a little bit ridiculous. <laughs> An entire wonderful say, song and it's one word. It's two words. And it was ruined understand. because it's a dumb phrase, okay? Oh, it's bad man. grammar, bad English, and so, and the fact that that's the only part that you knew for the longest time and you just kept on repeating over and over that was the really annoying part. If this we ever one, got if we ever got feedback, we'd get hate mail from, this, from your hating. <laughs> this is the first time I've listened to this song mm-hmm. in a long time, and it That's actually too isn't too bad. Exactly, now exactly. That I re-listened to it, but it used to really be bad. Mm. Mm. It used to be mm. as bad as Dumb Ways to Die. Oh. But this one's gotten better. As long as you, as long as you sing the rest of the the actual verses, it's not bad. It's all right. Anyway, okay. Well, so that's I'll my, sing the whole thing then. That's my number eight. Yeah, and you diggy can, hole. You can thank uh, our friend Lucas oh, from Lucas. our road trip episode for introducing us to this song. Very good. I think this might be his theme song right now. So it wouldn't surprise me. Nope, nope. Very good, very good. Good choice. All right. And. Again, it just keeps on repeating the one dumb phrase, diggy, diggy hole. Well, it's a wonder. It's a fine phrase. It's a fine phrase. The rest of the song's great. Well. Anyway. Well, well. What's your number eight? All right. So my number eight, um, back to musicals. So musicals, of course, uh, a lot of uh, songs with words. And I don't know about you, but I don't think I have any songs even on my honorable mentions that are just um, just purely music. There are songs just with music that have gotten stuck in my head, but for me it t- tends to be a song with lyrics. And so, of course, you're going to get a lot of those in musicals. And my entry um, for, or my choice for musicals uh, with catchy songs is Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. And... Every time uh, we watch that, it's a different song that gets stuck in my head, and so uh, I would want to put all of them on here, but uh, I just had to choose one for for this, and so I just chose um, the Bad Horse Chorus as, as being a catchy one. Bad horse, bad horse, bad horse, bad horse, he rides across the nation, the thoroughbred of sin, he got the application that you just sent in, it needs evaluation, so let the games begin, a heinous crime, a show of force, a murder would be nice, of course, bad horse, <laughs> So That is a pretty great song. Yeah, very catchy, and, uh, you know, it's got the, that driving rhythm, Right. and, uh, I mean, all uh, very clever lyrics, and, uh, a murder would be nice, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so, I like this one, and I mean, I like all all of the songs. Uh, you should go check out Doctor Horrible's sing along blog if you yeah, it's have not seen great. it. Uh, but um, you could at least go listen, go listen to the songs. Very catchy songs, and uh, yep, you could put any on here. I would definitely agree. And 
That's my number seven, The Bad Horse Chorus from Dr. Horrible. All right. Now we're getting into happier territory. Seven and up. Uh, It is annoying when these songs get stuck, but I'm not going to be hating on them. My number seven, you heard on our top ten greatest songs episode. And it is Help by the Beatles. Help. I need somebody. Help. Not just anybody. Help. You know I need someone. Help. Yeah, so pretty much any part of this song will get yeah. stuck in my head. And this is one exception to that rule that okay. I know all the words to it because yeah. I've had this on Endless Loop and finally I looked it up and yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going to get it out of my head. And nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I think it's just so catchy and perhaps because it's so brilliant, but it really stays stuck in my head. And I love this song a lot, but it is a little annoying when it is on Endless Loop all literally all day long. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> and it is a little annoying when, you know, the kids are screaming and then I've got playing in my head, won't you please, please help me? <laughs> but I do know all the lyrics to this song and that doesn't yeah. help uh, get it out of my head. But yeah, that's fair. I guess, you know, at least, at least it's a song that I like. So that's my number seven, Help by the Beatles. Okay. Yeah, I, I thought about thought about uh this one thought about the beatles there's another beatles song that uh will be in my honorable mentions yeah there's another one from the beatles in my honorable mentions okay but uh yeah i'd say of of that uh of that era and that genre i'd definitely put the beatles as uh as probably the catchiest and most earworms so very very good choice all right so my number what are we on six yeah number six is a very simple song doesn't get any simpler um you're looking at me significantly i i know all the words oh no uh you know all the words and our listeners if they don't will know all the words in about five seconds after the song starts Oh, okay. Yeah, this is fine. I don't mind this. Phenomena. 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 Yeah, so uh, I looked it up once. I think it it's a French song somewhere, some European song. And uh, then the, the Muppets for the Muppet Show took it and added added little nonsense lyrics and had fun with it so uh yep it's just super simple again and uh i don't know there's just something about it that uh <laughs> really gets stuck in my head and it could definitely definitely go on for much longer than the, the song <laughs> should last i won't deny it's it can be quite the earworm but uh it doesn't really get stuck in my head and anytime that i think of it it, it doesn't bother me because, for whatever reason, it always makes me think of your dad. Like, okay. uh, one of the one of my earlier memories of your dad is uh, we were at your parents' house, and 
he was singing this and he was singing mm-hmm. the manamana part mm-hmm. and i i forget who was doing the doot doos mm-hmm. uh but every time he did manamana he'd get this cute little smile on his face mm-hmm. don't let him hear you say <laughs> that <laughs> it was really cute dad and uh, like the little smile that uh tim gets when he sings seagulls or no cute little smile matt got when no. he sang no those were not cute those were dumb ways to grins. die it's interesting fiendishly sim- devilishly hearing grins. a similar story just told in a different way no it's cute when your dad does it hmm. all right i'm gonna have him it's do annoying when brothers seagulls do it. dumb way to die and no, see if it's the song not. or the person No, because dad is not an annoying person that's the difference okay so it's the person that you have the problem with not the song i can't imagine dad ever being annoying okay well, that's very nice of you. Yes. And very sincere. Hmm. Dad, don't sing those songs, or I'll have to revise my opinion of you. Just saying. Hmm. I know you listen to these podcasts. Mm, not usually. Oh. Well, they usually listen to them on the They'll road listen to trips. them on road trips, yep. Anyway. So, that's my number six. Menomena. All right, my number six. My number six is a popular youtube video it was very popular back in the day to send somebody uh a link supposedly Uh for a certain video or whatever but it would instead reroute them to this video i'm sure everybody in the audience just groaned I'm sure everybody in the audience loves this song. What is this called again? When you never gonna give you up. Oh, I know what it's called, but oh. when you uh, what's it called? He definitely when you doesn't give look a, like a he would have a voice. I have know. you seen him? I did. Looks yeah. like a 14 year old kid. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a great voice though. Yep. I wouldn't mind learning the lyrics to this. It's called Rick Rolling. Rick Rolling. I always uh, forget that. Yep, because the singer is named Rick Astley. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm. So yeah, I don't know how that became six. a thing, but that was very popular for a while. But it's it's fun, and so I don't mind having it stuck in my head and you know it's good lyrics you know i'm never gonna give you up gonna <laughs> let you down so yeah that's my number six all right well i like the song and i don't think it's especially especially catchy but that's why it's your list and not mine okay uh i don't know if this is from the same time period or not this is probably 70s where uh your last one i think is 80s but uh it's it's again pop music it's definitely in that same category of not i don't think anyone considers it to be like a really great song but it's definitely a well-known song and i've heard it a lot in different parodies and and those i think have have uh been more what's gotten stuck in my head than uh, than the song because i haven't heard the song itself as often so i'm gonna go ahead and start it Oh, yeah, I can see how this would get stuck. Harry Truman, Doris Day, 
play China Johnny Ray. Yep, we didn't start the fire. So uh, let's see. Heard it on a podcast that we like. It was in our top 10 podcasts. Flip the, the table. They did one, I think it was for their 100th episode. Uh, they did it. They did a, uh, a parody. parody of it, yeah. yeah, and it was all references to uh, games that they'd played. <laughs> right, yeah. all the games that they played, all the episodes that they'd had. And then another podcast that we listened to uh, called 372 Pages We'll Never Get Back. Oh, yes. Uh, where they, uh, it's the guys from Riff Tracks or Mystery Science Theater 3000, uh, or from both of those. And they uh, make fun of Ernest Klein's books, Ready Player One, and. Uh, Armada. Armada. And so uh, at the end of making fun of Ready Player One, uh, somebody did a parody of Ready Player One with uh, references to the podcast and the book and put it to music. And uh, I guess it's a very easy song to parody because it's, it's just a list of things. So you just need to get a list of things that, right. that rhyme. And it's hard to casually memorize a list of things like this in a song <laughs> like you can right. you can learn songs without trying right for sure uh it's probably the best way to learn learn something i would say for me um but uh, when it's just a long list of things like this uh you would have to tr- go try and learn learn the words so i know almost none of the words <laughs> to this song except for so, we didn't start the fire right you know the chorus and then uh the beginning is uh boy now, what is the start? I know Marilyn Harry Monroe's Truman, Doris Day, yeah. Red China, Johnny Ray. Oh, okay. Is how it starts. Yeah, the last Marilyn Monroe's at the end of uh, the first verse. Right. So, yeah, so there's, I mean, there's definitely some parts that are, uh, that stick out, but definitely don't have it memorized, so it's definitely one of those where, you know, kind of hum it, and then, you know, say a few lines from, <laughs> from this or from one of the parodies, and you then poor fish. it just keeps going and it restarts, and yep 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 so that's uh that's my entry for for pop song there's a bunch of honorable mentions that i'll mention at the end but uh this is this is the only one that i i actually put on my list oh i've so got an upcoming I think it's pop the catchiest. Song. i'd say this is the catchiest of the pop songs so we'll see uh, i've see got a really think. catchy pop song coming all right up. all right all right that's but... my number okay five all right we my number five? five by billy joel yeah no that was your your six that I was think. my number six yeah. we didn't start the fire yeah. billy joel my number five is a song that i taught to lydia and it's a good song and i don't mind singing it except it's short and therefore it gets stuck in my head and of course the fact that lydia sings it also helps it get stuck in my head it is pinky and the brain <laughs> What do you want to do tonight? Same, Same thing, thing we, we do, do every, every night, Pinky. Try, try to take over the world. And this is what gets stuck in my head, just the Pinky and the Brain part. Hmm. Really? Over and over. Yep. So I try to sing it, and it helps. But not enough. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, there's definitely... I, I, cartoon theme songs do tend to be pretty catchy 
uh, and I'll mention one in my honorable mentions, but I didn't put any on my list just because we, we just did that list. But I, I, will can, say, I can see this. Yeah, it's a little maddening when, again, pretty much all day long, <laughs> Pinky and the Brain <laughs> over and over. <laughs> <laughs> then I get it out of my head and Lydia asks me to sing it for her when I'm putting her down at, at nap time or bedtime. <laughs> so I was like, well, it's my own fault. I thought it to her. <laughs> Self-inflicted pain. But that's well, my number worse five. Ones to be stuck in there your are bed, I guess. worse, right. and they were at the bottom of the list. <laughs> my number five, Pinking the Brain. All right. My number five is from a comic opera by Gilbert and Sullivan. Gilbert and Sullivan, I'm going to say, well, I'll mention one other artist, I guess. Um, farther up that I think is better at writing earworms, but as far as uh, volume and uh, and quality and uh, just the historic uh, standing that they have, I'm going to say Gilbert and Sullivan. I don't remember which was the one that wrote wrote the songs. One of them wrote the words, one of them wrote the music, so I'll give them both credit. Gilbert and Sullivan, I'm going to say, are the, the king of the earworms, can and you could definitely pick 10, you'd probably pick 15 different songs, and you can probably guess which one. Go ahead. Is it Pinafore? Each of them is Pinafore? It is. The Monarch of the Sea? It could definitely be that one. That one has definitely gotten stuck in my head, and it's a definite, uh, I have it written down as an honorable mention. Okay. I am the Monarch of the yeah, Sea. Yeah, I hear you singing Roll that a lot. The Queen's Navy. That's true. I do sing that one a lot. Uh, their patter trios, I think, are great. And uh, a lot of the songs from Ruddigore, just about all the songs from Ruddigore, get stuck in my head at one point or another. But I will say that uh, my pick was... Is it from the Mikado? Nope. My pick is from Ruddigore, and uh, it's called I Ship DSC in the oh, Revenue Sloop. Oh, yes. I shipped the sea on a revenue sloop, and off Cape Finisterre, a merchant and we see a Frenchman going free, so we made for the bold mountaineer. Do you see? We made for the bold mountaineer, but she proved to be a frigate, and she out with her ports and fired with a thirty-two. It come on, come and near, but we answered with a cheer, which paralyzed the parley-vous. Which paralyzed the parley-vous. Yeah. Definitely that one line. The DSC. The poor parlez-vous. DSC. <laughs> that comes up quite a bit. <laughs> and uh, very catchy. And uh, yeah, like all their, again, simple songs, uh, catchy melodies, and uh, very clever lyrics. They were they were a pretty, pretty clever duo. So uh, could have also put uh, Ghosts of the, or the Dead of the, Yeah. I don't remember what the title is. The Ghost High Noon, maybe, yeah. is also another very catchy one. And, uh, yep, yep. Uh, Dead the Mikado's, of the Night's High Noon, I think. Dead of the Night, yeah, that might have been what it's called. And, yeah, the songs from the Mikado. So many, so many really catchy and great songs. So, way to go, Gilbert and Sullivan. I don't mind getting getting yours stuck yeah, in my head. Yeah, because it's high high class. That's right. I feel it's culture. I feel classy. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> very good. So that's my number five. So what is your number four? My number four just comes from all those times that you come home from lunch. And uh, so we're very blessed. Brian uh, has just a 10-minute walk to work. 
And so he's able to come home for lunch every day, just about every day. And so we will uh, pull out the TV trays, we'll eat lunch on the couch, and just watch some YouTube videos. And uh, every Friday, uh, as long as a new one has come out, we will watch the latest Sports Center, not Top Ten. <laughs> and that is the music that often gets wow. stuck in my head all day long. Whoa. I like that song. Mm-hmm. It's Friday. Whoa. It's also not top plays. Number 10, White Sox. All right, just listen race. to the music part. Carlos Rodon hits Carlos Gomez with a pitch, and he thinks he's Neymar on this. I think. I'll <laughs> skip to the end. Should be able to hear it a little bit better. <laughs> I'll be needing this here. <laughs> Have a souvenir, Sparky. All right. Birds. Fudge. <laughs> Look at this. I mean that is that's embarrassing. Yeah. They they both had the same idea at the exact same second. At the same time, they probably watched the World Cup in Neymar and be like, you know what? If Neymar can do it, the USL. There we go. There it is. Okay. Put that on endless loop. <laughs> and I have endured that for days on end. And, uh, I mean, they're, they're really funny videos. So it's, uh, you know, dumb things that players do in different sports. My favorites are when, uh, usually taken from the soccer sport where, uh, you know, people, just, the players just doing dumb stuff. The goalie mm-hmm. ends up doing a self goal or, or the, the crazy stupid flops that the <laughs> overly dramatic soccer players do, um, but they've got that little bum 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 and it's just so so bouncy and springy that mm-hmm. and it it just repeats so much over and over that mm-hmm. it is <laughs> it has become a part of me. It's ingrained. No, and it's a one. For a while there we were watching the like we were watching a bunch of them trying to you know watch all of them and get caught up and stuff <laughs> so it really got stuck on my head and even even still like we watch one usually every friday if mm-hmm. a new one has come out and even then i have to be i have to work hard not to have that little theme song stuck in my head for the rest of the day <laughs> and i mean it's it's fun but it's just such a very short little snatch and it already repeats constantly that having it stuck in my head is is pretty pretty right, torturous. Right, right. So that's my number four, Sports Center not top ten. Theme. All right, yep, that's a good one. Didn't even think about that one. My number four is ten years old this year. It's uh, it's a little middle aged for a for a YouTube video, and I bet you'd forgotten all about this one, but it's about to all come rushing back. Charlie, you're <gasps> down with your no. eyes and your big uh. fat frown. The world doesn't have to be so gray. Charlie, I hate from Charlie the Unicorn too. Blue, I was in distress. <laughs> I know I can wash that sad away. Our marriage is on the rocks. All you got to do is put a banana in your ear. A banana in my ear. Put a ripe banana right into your favorite ear. It's true, says so true. Once it's in your gloom, will disappear. The bad in the world is hard to hear when in your ear. A yeah, so I'm not gonna recommend Charlie the Unicorn videos, but 
when you're a college kid and, uh, you know. What a waste of time. <laughs> you definitely have a different can... sense of humor than when you're in your 30s with children. Not that we're in our 30s quite yet, but. You should be ashamed and not be telling people about this, okay? This was a dark a dark era of, of your life. And I hate this part, too. It is very stupid. The videos are stupid. And I'm not recommending them. You can tell I didn't recommend by the song. Them. I did not recommend them. I'm just saying, it's very catchy. It got stuck in my head. And it was one of the very first songs that I thought of when we were making this list. Oh, Brian. Brian. Like I said, we're exercising the demons. No. I I was pretty sure like that you had earlier. forgotten about that one. And I'm... Yeah. I'm pleased. Exactly. It I'm had been that... exorcised, and now you've brought it back. I'm pleased that we Duffer. brought it back. <laughs> oh, well, you can't get all of these songs stuck in your head, if that's any comfort. Can't I? I don't think it's possible. I won't have any of them stuck in my head, so I'm good. Some men my like number four. Burn. Put a banana in your ear. <laughs> mm. Yes. I'm going to take solace and refuge in my list. My number three is the pop song that is quite the earworm for a lot of people. Call Me Maybe. Funky Town. Oh. Which part is the getting your head part? Because there's two very definite parts. Start at the beginning. Isn't this great? It is good. Yep. It's a pretty great part there. I love this song. Pretty great all around. Well, that part that a... too. Talk about it. Oh, really? I always forget about this part. Yeah. Is that a cow, cowbell in the background? Uh, no, it's sort not a cowbell. It's a tambourine. Yeah. Never heard a never heard a tambourine sound like I don't think. Yeah, anyway, so don't really have much more to say about it. I mean you can already hear why it gets stuck in a lot of people's heads. It's just so catchy. Oh this part too. Funky yeah. Time. yeah. I'd say the beginning gets too. stuck in my head more. I think this part gets stuck in my head more. So, so it's definitely two earworms in one. I do hear this part, this second part, a lot more when we're at stores. But I'd say more the beginning gets stuck in my head than the later. All right. Yeah, good choice. Good choice. Very good. I know uh, for a while it was stuck in your head and you didn't even know what song it was. I know, but now I know. Now you know. Yep, and I, I didn't remember. How it started, I remembered the that second part that we were just talking about. But, uh, yep. All right. On to my number three. Our first crossover, I believe. We have not had a crossover uh, yet, but I think we will have more than one. I'm. It's a little late to predict this, but I think... I thought we would have one. We're going to have a song that neither of us have done yet, I think is going to be coming up in our top... Top, uh, it's a possibility. But my number three 
You've heard it once. You will hear it again. Oh, I was hoping for never give it, gonna give, let you down. Oh, no. Never gonna give you up. No, that one doesn't really get stuck in my head. I guess you are gonna let me down. This one definitely does get stuck in my head, though. So, thank you, Matthew. Brother Matthew. Matthew dork. So, don't really have anything else to add to what we were talking about earlier. Just wanted to dance around to it a little bit more. That's the best part. Okay. Alright. Phase that music out. And let's move on to my number two. Okay. What's your number two? We've already hashed that song into the ground. Oh, hashy. My number two is a song. In fact, my top two songs. Well, I won't won't give away a spoiler. But I think my I number just two it out. <laughs> is it's a one song of two songs by the Cordettes, and it's called oh. Lollipop. I always get that second one, second harmony stuck in my head. (laughs) Yep, definitely checks the box of super simple, (laughs) repetitive. Very repetitive, yep. Yep, but uh, eh, it's It's a classic. It's fun, yeah. It's a good one. Every time, oh man, there were days where every time Lydia said lollipop, uh, it brought this song in my head. And of course, I had just made her some little pipe cleaner lollipops. Mm -hmm. And so she was like, mommy, want to taste my lollipop? (laughs) And then uh, when she, I think you came home and you played this song for her. And so then she went around singing Lollipop, 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 (laughs) and a tuneless voice. (laughs) But of course, it was getting this tune stuck in my head. But bless her heart, it was kind of cute all the same. So that's my number two by the Cordettes. Yeah, yeah, that's a good choice, definitely. So uh, yeah, uh, I I I kind of forgot about this one. I will I will add this to my honorable mentions. Very good. All right. Well, uh, maybe we do not have a a similar one or two. Then uh, my number two is the first song that I thought of when I was thinking of of uh, earworms, and I'm really surprised it's not on your list because I'm assuming at this point that it's not. It's an honorable mention. Wow. Very surprised. It is one of the first songs that I thought of for this list. Yeah. But it hasn't been stuck in my head ever since I learned the words. Yeah. Just on. The duck said, I'll pass. Then he waddled away, waddle, waddle, till the very next day. Just on sheer number of times it's got stuck in my head, say in the last, definitely in the past five years, this one is is, uh, the one that's got stuck in my head the most. Maybe of any song ever. <laughs> it's it's not even there's not even really singing so much. It's just like a story he's right. telling with music and a very simple chorus. But uh, I don't know. He definitely struck gold with uh, with this song. Three hundred and fifty million views on I YouTube. Know, this crazy. is 
I believe, uh, like if you're not counting um, like music videos um, and, and some of those uh, uh, that are very popular, this is like one of the top 10 most viewed That's YouTube crazy. videos. Yeah. It's definitely up there. So That's because a lot of people's kids are asking you to, to play it for them again. Probably. There's probably a lot of kids and a lot of adults <laughs> combined. So... I will say there. Yeah, Lydia probably asked, mostly kids driving it up. Lydia asked me to play this for her so much, and then uh, like she would ask me to sing it every nap, every yep. bedtime, yep, yep. for for weeks at a time. Possibly, we'll we'll stick with weeks, but and it was uh, longer than that. It was months. <laughs> but after a while, I grew to enjoy it instead of being wearied by it. It was just like, ah, oh, this is our song. So I, I don't mind this one, and it no longer gets stuck in my head. It's just a fun, It's an old buddy, an old friend. Nice. Yep, so uh, it could have easily been number one. I uh, really thought about putting it as number one. Uh, could And this guy, I would say, as far as YouTube uh, artist goes, he's definitely got the most uh, earworms. So he did the duck song. Got three different duck songs. He did Honey Bear. Oh, Honey Bear. And he did the color song. Oh, the color song, definitely. Oh, I didn't think of that one, but that has gotten stuck in my head yep, a lot. Definitely, yeah. definitely. So, yeah, when you're talking about these uh, silly kids, uh, you know, cheesy animation, yeah, cartoon songs, uh, he's definitely, he's found his niche. So Yeah, I'm going to add the color song as an honorable mention. Yeah, yeah, honorable mention for me as well. All right, so let's hear your number one then. All right, my number one is another song by the Cordettes. You want to guess? I'm not sure that I know another song by the Cordettes. It was on a Doctor Who episode. Oh, yeah. that was the Cordettes? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, that makes sense. And just up there, that, those beginning parts, and then up to Mr. Sandman. Put that on endless loop. Yeah. And that goes in my head. But I don't mind it because it's so melodious. And every once in a while, I'll actually look up their uh, their actual song, mm-hmm. and they're just so pretty to listen to. They are, yeah. It is so they're, melodious. They have very so. good voices. Yeah. Good harmonies. Okay. Yeah. If so, I did not think of this one either. This one might have beat out. We didn't start the fire for getting stuck in my head. Uh, yeah. That one has a, has a, a foothold because of all the parodies. Right. But uh, yep, yep. Well, and like this is this is definitely definitely one. I never had a problem with this song, or like it, it, it never got stuck in my head until we watched that Doctor Doctor mm-hmm. Who episode about the, the salmon. First part over and over. Yep, and and that's why that first part gets stuck in my head so yep. much. Yep. Because you only hear those bum 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 bum. Yep, yep, for sure. But it's a good song, and that's why I chose to end my list on it. Oh. Mr. Sandman. All right. Well. I hope your number one isn't a song that I'll hate. I'm also ending my list on a song. I hope. Ants. <laughs> There's nothing a little music can't help. I hate you. 
This is the number one, without a doubt. <laughs> I hate you, and I knew that this would be a crossover, but I forgot. Seagulls. Dang it, I forgot. My head, not fun. I said seagulls. Stop, Stop it, it now. now. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> oh, man. This one is worth a watch, everybody. Oh, this is... It's if worth you want to lose brain cells. I will say, I did not like this song the first time I heard it. I was not a fan of it, but it's grown on me. So maybe you should just give it a chance. Let it and grow on so you as well. we've come full circle. My number 10, my most hated song, <laughs> is apparently your most favorite song. No, I did not rank these by favorites. I ranked them by... Uh, how easily they get stuck in my head. Yeah, so. and now you know why it's my most hated song because it's so easily stuck in your head that you sing it all the time. If you liked this one, like the duck song, and we had heard it that often, like if Lydia would want to sing or something like that, it would have got stuck in my head more because I think it has more raw stickiness than the duck song, but you know, doesn't have the uh, <laughs> the uh, volume doesn't have the production that uh, the duck song has but i had to put it as number one for its its raw power so there we go Turn that full what ball. a what a great list all right so why don't we why don't we hit some honorable mentions you first i've got a bunch but i'll let you go first all right well like i said at the beginning i had it's a small world and super califragilistic uh okay. super cal can get stuck in my head but it's not too bad yeah. um Pop Goes the Weasel, somewhat. <laughs> oh, yeah, a, definitely Pop Goes the Weasel. I'm talking about just a, nursery rhyme oh, yeah. type children's songs. That one's up there, definitely. There's a uh, YouTube video called It's Raining Tacos, and <laughs> that one used to get stuck in my head until I just stopped playing it for Lydia. <laughs> that solved that problem. And then uh, the duck song, of course, the Flight mm-hmm. of the Concords theme song mm. gets stuck in my head a fair bit. Again, because it just repeats... Mine for a them lot. is Fudafafa. That one gets stuck in my head the most. <laughs> <laughs> and then my last honor mention is Octopus's Garden by the yeah, Beatles. Yeah, I knew that that was yeah. the one you were thinking of when you yeah. said you had another Beatles one. The other Beatles one for me is Yellow Submarine. Oh, yeah. That one's yeah. that one's uh, yeah. another classic. They are ri- stuck uh, in very your head much kind of song. an earworm group. For sure. Okay. And uh, let me just run through my honorable mentions real quick because I've got a bunch. Um, All Star. By Smash Mouth. Hey now. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, Call me maybe is pretty catchy. I haven't heard the song enough for it to get stuck in my head, but uh, don't stop believing. You know that one? No. Don't stop believing. No. Uh, I've played it for you before. Uh, I got you, babe. Sunny uh, share song. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Speaking Groundhog thanks, Day. Groundhog Day. <laughs> yep. Uh, I heard it through the grapevine uh, because of the. Uh, the raisins commercial, planters raisins okay. commercial, living la vida like... loca. Oh yeah! From uh, <laughs> growing da- up, that was stuck in my head. Yeah, exactly. Growing up, it was growing the thing at, at our public pool. That, yeah. was a, that was a very favorite song. Wasn't Ricky Martin from Puerto Rico? Was he? Maybe not. Did Ricky Martin? Oh, he's the yeah. He was la vida the one that sang it. Yeah. Okay, I don't. I don't really know. He's like the only rock star that I knew of growing up. Gotcha. It's pretty sheltered. <laughs> uh, Mbop. Have you heard that song? Do I need to hear it? Yeah, let me play it real quick. I hope this is the right one. I I just picked a random one. Now. 
off YouTube. Uh, that doesn't sound right. Hmm. Abort! 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 There's <laughs> <laughs> two little lines side by side. It's the pause. Oh yeah, here it is. Yep, okay, it was the right one. Have you heard that one? They're singing doo-wop, not mbop. It, it's mbop, dooby-doo-doo, doo-bop, oh. something like that. Huh. Nope, anyway. I haven't heard it. Okay, yep, that one, uh, just the chorus. Uh, let's see, Private Eyes. Oh, yeah. They're watching you. Staying Live, uh, the BG yeah. song. <laughs> but now I think of the office when I hear the song, so True. it's okay. True. Uh, Baba Yetu. Yeah. Uh, Denver, the last dinosaur. We're talking about. Uh, the yeah, cartoon, cartoon theme, theme songs. songs. Uh, uh, the TV show, The Leftovers, the the hymn, uh, for Miracle. I don't know what it's called, but the Miracle hymn from the second season. Oh yeah. That one got stuck in my head. Huh. Big time. Uh, let's see. Uh, get a job by the Silhouettes. Um, the greatest American hero theme song. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. Uh, Ebony and Ivory. You have a problem, uh, sir. Julian's all the a lot of Julian Smith songs. Yeah, his are pretty pretty catchy. Uh, moving right along from the Muppet movie, and uh, the last one I'll mention is uh, "She Say," "Um Dooby Doom." Do you know that one from the title? No. She say oh. oh, oh yeah, you've played yeah. this for me. Yeah, this one's always got stuck in my head a lot of times. <laughs> so, all right. So, uh, you wanna you wanna tell them how they can send in their feedback? All right, you can send in your feedback at tto dot dot us slash eighty six. Is that the episode we're on? That's right. Yeah. Slash 86. Or you can email us, tto at coser.us. And we love hearing from you guys. In fact, I think we got some feedback that you have not yet read to me. You were going to save that it. That is correct. To read out fresh here on the air. That's correct. Yeah, we definitely want to hear all of your, oh, all your earworms. Go ahead. Send them to us. And uh, we'll... I will say I will listen to any earworm that you want to send in because they 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 don't bother me. They get stuck in my head, but it doesn't bother me. I can't promise Melissa will listen to them, but uh, maybe I'll listen to it while she's in the room or something. And I can't promise that I'll listen to it, but I do want to at least hear what your earworms are. Yeah, so let us know. Uh, let us know that Melissa's wrong for uh, getting angry about all these no, no, no. wonderful songs. No, I'm uh, sure there are plenty that to the of email address, of course. feel the same way I do. And uh, I will get that directly. Uh, speaking of emails and getting them directly, yeah, we got an email from Joshua. Uh, so uh, Joshua is the listener who's been sending in a lot of feedback lately. He's been commenting on our website. And yeah, he sent us an email. And I'm just going to read it. Because it's great. Greetings, Cozers. My name is Joshua. I have commented some on your site, but I thought I should formally introduce myself. I am a fellow Christian sci-fi fan and book nerd from California. So hello from Alabama to California. I started listening to the Sci-Fi Christian about a year and a half ago and then heard about your podcast from them. I believe I've been listening to TTO since March of this year. 
have gone through 60 plus of your episodes Whoa. so far. Joshua, I think you've heard more episodes than my mom has heard. So, well well done. I am really enjoying it. Thanks so much for taking time out of your busy lives to podcast about so many topics. Oh, you're welcome. Well, in your honor, I made a top 10 list of why I like listening to 10 to 1. Aww. And why other people should too. Number 10. You ready for a dagger? The podcast is consistent. Some people don't always have time or drive to consistently release episodes, but TTO to several a month. Well, Joshua, we try, but uh, we don't always have I time don't feel drive. like we're very consistent. But <laughs> if you feel like we're consistent, that's all that matters. Number nine, sci-fi fantasy. The podcast covers a range of topics, and it's great to hear some sci-fi fantasy discussions. Yeah. We definitely get into sci-fi and fantasy quite a bit. Number eight, variety of topics from food to entertainment to relationships. TTO bravely traverses many interesting subjects. I like that word, bravely. Yeah, thank you. Number seven, books are awesome. Yes, they are. I've loved reading since I was around 12, and I also like to hear other people's opinions and experiences. Yeah, I don't know why it's so much fun to to read about books, or not to read about books, to talk about books, to listen to other people talk about books, but I do really enjoy that. If you have not listened, uh, you, Joshua, or any other listeners, uh, if you have not listened to the Hugh Goes There podcast, I think I've mentioned it once or twice, uh, you should go check that out. And uh, the host uh, goes and gets a guest, and they talk about a sci-fi book that has won the Hugo Award. So, great listen. I would recommend it. Yeah, and while we're talking about uh, books in our podcast, uh, mm-hmm. if you like books, check out our, our yearly books episodes. I've been listening to a bunch of mm-hmm. our episodes in preparation for our, our 100th episode, and I was surprised how much I really enjoyed just re-listening oh, yeah. to our books episodes. Yeah, that's one of, our, my, one of my favorite episodes to do every year, 100%. Number six, Love of Tabletop. Uh, a few years ago, I really got into board and card games. I enjoy playing modern design board and card games. My wife and I play sometimes, and we often play when we visit family members. I love to watch YouTube videos of run-throughs of new games. Rotto Runs Through is my favorite. I enjoy hearing your guys' thoughts and opinions about your own game experiences. Yeah, we awesome. like we like Rotto. Yeah. I uh, don't have time for Rotto. Uh, he is a little bit... In-depth. A little bit in-depth for us, and uh, so we, we tend to go for like half of a dice tower video (laughs) and we'll skip around their short there'll be like a 10 minute video and we'll say too long we don't have time for this yeah so we don't don't always have time for a 45 minute uh rado uh video but do like rado very good uh very good resource uh for heavier games and uh you definitely need to let us know joshua what your favorite board game is absolutely Uh, so I'm, i'm curious Number five, entertaining and creative. I've really been enjoying your conversations, and you both are entertaining and creative. Aww. Aww. Number four, humorous. Your podcast contains great nuggets of my kind of humor. Very good, very good. Number three, relatable. Listening to your podcast, I relate with a lot of ideas and topics discussed. Number two. Who do you relate to more? Yes, Joshua, send the email to me, tto at cozy.us, <laughs> and I will let Melissa know that you relate to me the most. Uh, number two, Christian, it's awesome to hear a podcast, or anything online for that matter, with other believers. And number one, that goes hand in hand with that, uh, mostly, good moral values. Just because someone says they are a Christian does not automatically mean they will have the right attitudes, beliefs, values, but you guys convey good values in marriage, relationships, family, and life in general. That is quite refreshing. Aww. Yeah, we try. We, I'm sure, have... 
uh, different different beliefs than than other people on different topics. We probably have different standards than different people. Maybe we're more conservative in some areas, maybe less conservative in some areas. But yeah, we hope that we put forth uh, good good family values. Try and always keep it family friendly. And uh, yeah, I appreciate you saying that, Joshua. And then he wraps up with "Keep up the good work, and God bless both you and your children." So well, thanks so much, Joshua. Yeah, that really warms our hearts. Yeah, that was a super nice email. First time Melissa's heard that email. Saved it for the podcast for our feedback here at the end. And uh, yeah, if you listened all the way to the end out there, then I appreciate it. Thanks for listening. And uh, definitely want to hear some feedback from you. Before we go, Brian, are we going to talk about uh, how well or not well we kept to our frugals? Oh, yeah. Frugal month. Oh, boy. I did have that written down to talk about this month uh, or this episode. So, yes, uh, we did frugal month. Uh, We did not stick to it with everything 100%. So, for example, I think we rented a couple of 75-cent Blu-rays from the library. Uh, You know, so things like that that, uh, you know, 75 cents, it's not really moving the needle. And uh, I think we took someone out to eat and maybe went out to eat again a second time. Obviously, if it really comes down to it, uh, you know, we're if we're really hurting financially. Hurt, yeah, we're yeah, not, not going to take that. people out to eat. Right. But there were a couple things that we had planned. Uh, we went to uh, an aquarium. Yeah, we got the with, chance uh, to go to New Orleans. With my sister and her husband. Yeah. Right. So, we, I mean, we went ahead and did that. It's one of those things where, you know, when you've got kids, it's not like when you're when you're just you and your spouse, you can just pick up and go anywhere whenever you want, you know. When when an opportunity to go on an outing crops up, you take it, you know. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's why we went ahead and went to New Orleans even during our frugal month. Right. We I mean, we could have put that off for a couple of weeks, but it didn't really make sense to do that just for the purpose of Right. um, you know, showing on our budget that we, you know, pat ourselves on the back, we, we spent less this month and then just put it all into the next month. Right. Uh, so, so there were a few things like that, I will say as caveats, that we, we went ahead and did anyway. But uh, I think for the most part, it was a success. Uh, we used 100 fewer gallons of water for Whoa. the month. So, um, I mean, it's about, about three, 30, 35, uh, or like three, three and a half gallons a day. Um, so nice. it doesn't sound like a ton, but uh, when you put it all together, 100 yeah. fewer gallons of water, it's quite a bit. And uh, those are not um, expensive, but uh, yeah, it still kind of feels good to save to, the planet. Uh, yeah, exactly. And so uh, sewer for us is a lot more than, than water. Uh, and of course, you can't pay less sewer for a month. Right. Um, so our water bill was pretty close to what it normally is. Um, power bill, uh, one thing that um, I did not realize is... Uh, that we had only lived in this house uh, since the previous August, so we could not compare to our previous July uh, with this July. Um, so it's hard to tell how much different, uh, <laughs> how much, because we didn't really have a baseline to compare to. Basically, um, we had bad timing with our frugal month. Yeah, I was, well, I wasn't thinking about it for the power bill, but uh, yes, um, we, I mean, we, we kept the house a little bit warmer. We just went up a degree in the morning from what we normally do, a degree at night from what we normally do. I mean, I got used to that pretty quickly. I did too, actually. Was, I think perfectly fine. We're ne- never yeah. in here sweating. And uh, I mean, it's probably, 
it probably makes more sense to keep your body closer to, um, you know, keep it warmer during the summer, keep it cooler during, during the winter. That's, that's the cycle of the year. Um, anyway, uh, I don't have numbers written down, uh, for any of the other categories, but, um, yeah, I mean, I think it was a success. I'm not going to be able to come on here and say uh, that, you know, everybody should go do frugal month and, and um, you know, completely cut their spending for a month uh, since we didn't stick with it uh, completely for a month. But uh, if you're, you know, trying to get out of debt, trying to get out of credit card debt or something, and um, or you just need to cut back on costs, saving for, for whatever, then yeah, uh, maybe you can go back and listen to that episode or you can, you can try some of the things yourself and, uh, yeah, uh, I'll call it a success. Even, even though it's hard to say, uh, you know, I don't know that we can say we saved X amount of dollars that month. I think it was still a success. Yeah. Um, there were a couple of things like I did get a little lazy on, uh, we talked about not opening the, holding the fridge door open as much. Uh, pouring the water with the fridge door closed. And I had to get a little lazy on that because I was like, okay, I'm just going to pour two sips worth for myself. In the time that it takes me to close the door and then reopen it, I could already have the the water back in the fridge and be done by now. So a few little things like that, I, I got a little lazy. But a uh, couple of things that we did stick with was uh, we didn't buy fruit unless it was in season. I don't think we bought any cereal, so didn't really buy like unnecessary foods like that. We used Messenger and Skype, and so we were able to lower our phone bill. Oh a yeah, more. I did forget about that one. Yeah, we yeah. spent like uh, so we do Ting, which I would recommend if you don't use a lot of data. Um, so we both use around we use under two gigabytes a month combined. So uh, it ends up being worthwhile for us to do uh, something like ting where it's a pay for what you use instead of unlimited uh like is normal um like with t-mobile what we were before so yeah we uh we were paying less now that we're paying for just what we use and uh yeah for frugal month i forgot to mention uh we we did cut uh for the month and, and spent uh quite a bit less so yeah thanks for bringing that up were there any other categories that you were going to mention uh, I griped a lot about possibly having to wash all the dishes by hand, but <laughs> that never happened because I called our landlords and asked if our uh, dishwasher, well, not our landlords, the rental office, asked if the dishwasher was high energy or not energy efficient, and they said they'd check on that and get back to me, and they never did. So I just assumed <laughs> no news is good news and kept on using the dishwasher. Hmm. Um, <laughs> well, we reduced our water use that the month so i guess we did something right uh we were gonna buy more cheap protein so legumes and beans and Mm -hmm. quinoa and eggs and then part way through i was like i want meat and so that kind of went out the window as well i started buying bacon and stuff like that um but we did use more cloth diapers uh lydia was i think yeah july was the month that lydia finally uh, got things right and as far as potty training and became almost entirely potty trained and like she almost never needed a cloth diaper at night uh, really or a diaper period and then um, 
uh, just kept Amber in cloth diapers almost constantly, mm-hmm. except for like at church. And uh, so we ended up uh, keeping the same giant box of disposable diapers. Uh, we still we're still working our way through it that we had at the beginning of last month. So good nice. for us. Yeah. Hey. Cool. Very cool. All right. Well, and last thing, last, last thing before we go, I forgot I had looked up an article about earworms. Uh, it mentioned that uh, earworms <laughs> afflict women more than men or it annoys well, there we go. <laughs> women there more than men. We go. I thought that was interesting. Um, but then uh, they made a, they did a study or just a survey of, um, some some list of students uh let's see uh university of cincinnati they did a survey and uh top 10 earworm list for them uh number 10 was it's a small world after all yep we mentioned that number nine the lion sleeps tonight that i I can see that one number eight womp there it is have you heard that one no it's on elf you've seen elf right he's dancing in the mail room there it is Womp. No. There it is. Yeah, that one. I can see the that one. The movie was too dumb for me to watch entirely. Yeah. YMCA. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mission Impossible theme. Yeah. Which one is that? Okay, okay. Yeah. Kit Kat candy bar jingle. Give me a break. Give me a break. No. Uh, we Will Rock You. Oh, yes. Yes. Who Let the Dogs Out. Who, 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 who. <laughs> Chili's baby back ribs jingle. Speaking of the office. <laughs> I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. And number one, other. Everyone has his or her own worst earworm. So well, that was interesting. So that that is the people. The people have spoken. The people of the University of Cincinnati. And uh, that was from webmd.com. So I uh, will put a link to that in the show notes, as well as our lists and YouTube links for all of our songs in case you want to get them stuck in your head (laughs) so all right any last 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 words melissa no i think we need to end this episode i think you're right this was a pretty supersized episode at this point our next episode is gonna be top 10 bible stories i've been looking forward to this one for a while some Mm -hmm. great bible stories and so until next time i'm melissa kozer i'm brian kozer and you've been listening to 10 to 1